to its redeveloped women's floor, signaling a further step towards inclusivity for fat people. You're listening to Talk Sports. So they have these big fat mannequins now in the store because they want to celebrate uh, obesity. It's bad for your health. They say they're celebrating diversity and inclusivity of sport, even though we all know that the bigger you are, the less you're going to be good at sports, unless you are in sumo wrestling or... Uh, Football linemen are typically pretty heavy folks, but in general, athletes are, you know, in good shape. I think beautiful people are made in all shapes and sizes. And I disagree. Airing every day from noon to three. You know, these people are like, I'm big and I'm beautiful. You're not. And I can say that. Just look at me. And you're handsome. In the face, maybe. But on the inside. I'm full of clogged arteries and there's no telling. I don't even want to see the inside. I'm 1340 WKGN. If you're big, you're not beautiful. You can still be beautiful on the inside. You know, you can do good things and have a good heart. And, and well, and when I say good heart, I mean, you know, not because it pumps blood well. Hour number three, kicking off here in the White Claw Hard Seltzer Studios. Let's hit some hour three headlines. What do you got for me, Juggernaut McClure? Thanks, John. There's uh, some criticism going around after uh, the big comeback Saturday night. Yeah. Chargers-Jags game. Yeah. Brandon uh, Staley, he sucks. So, well, not just him. Uh, some people, Justin Herbert. Some people on the internet. Sucks. Some people on the internet were criticizing the broadcast duo. Uh, Al Michaels, he sucks, Al too. Michaels and Tony Dungy, they said they sounded asleep during the entire game like a couple of old dudes that couldn't get well, excited. Well, let me tell you something. They're both old. Well, I'm not going to stand for that criticism of Al Michaels. Why not? You want to criticize Tony Dungy, fine. I don't think of him as a great announcer all time. He's, you know, he's a former coach, whatever. You want to criticize him, fine. But I'm not going to stand for Al Michaels' criticism. Why not? He's the best to ever do it. He's the best to ever do it. You're not going to find anybody better than Al Michaels. That's not the case in the year of our Lord 2023, though. I'd rather have Al Michaels call my game than anybody. In 2023? You damn right. <clears throat> That's how I know I'm in a big game. Is Al Michaels is on the call. He's, he's not the best anymore. He was the best all up until he was the best last year when he it was him and Collinsworth. He has been terrible this year. He has not. He well, has been terrible well, on Amazon. He, if he has, you know why? It's because he got relegated to doing that damn Amazon stuff. I wouldn't put in the effort if I was him either. He got rich and quit trying. If I was him, I wouldn't put the effort in for that either. You know what he called Amazon? No. Al Michaels, Amazon quote. What did he say? He said something interesting. Um, I found that interesting. He said something about it a few days. A few days ago about internet compost. No, he said that calls was a, complaints. He's not excited enough. He calls that yeah, internet. He, yeah, compost. he called that internet compost. Good for Al. If you criticize Al Michaels, you're a loser. That's how I feel. I think you're a jackass. I think he's washed. Well, you've heard my quote. I think he's washed, and I think you're a jackass. You can't say I'm a jackass after I say you're a jackass. Really cute of you to put your neck out for Al Michaels. 
You're not gonna talk to me about no neck, no no neck. I got more of a neck than you, buddy. I don't know if you do. Looking at you, you ain't got much of a neck either. (laughs) I got more neck than you. No, you just have less chin fat than me. Well, all my fat was gone, I think I'd have a normal neck. If my aunt had, you know what, she'd be my uncle. What? If my aunt had testicles, she'd be my uncle. I don't know if I can say that anymore. There's a new Miss Universe. Before we get you canceled, let's go to something more progressive. There's a new Miss Universe. Yeah. And uh, the American, the USA woman, won Miss Universe. Now, there was some things going around that are not true, by the way, that uh, the new Miss Universe was transgender. She's not. She's a woman. Uh, She happens to be from the USA. Apparently, the new owner of Miss Universe is is, uh, transgender. And so that's where the confusion happened. But the uh, Miss USA won Miss Universe. Yeah, that's a big deal. <laughs> not no, that not. anyone watched it. No, not, nobody it's knew. Not a big deal. Nobody even knew about it until they thought it was a transgender person. Yeah. Let's see here. What else happened? Oh, Chris Lofton had his jersey retired Saturday, and we lost. How was the Jersey retirement? Did you enjoy it. that? I liked it. it was, I, I was very happy to see my uh, my girl, Candace, out there. Yeah, the Kentucky people were making fun of us. Sorry, sorry about your Chris Lofton party, one guy said, because they spoiled our party. Was that them trying to, like, quote, like, Forrest Gump? I don't know. I mean, it sucks. Sorry about your Black Panther party. <laughs> it sucks to lose on Chris Lofton Day, though. Apparently, Josh Allen recently had a spiritual awakening. Another box checked on him being probably a Republican. I'll be the first to admit I haven't been the most devoted Christ follower in my life, he says, but something got hold of me there, and it was extremely powerful, something that I couldn't deny. Might have just been a case of the flu. Al Michaels compared announcing this year's Thursday night games to selling a 20-year-old Mazda. That's what I was that's the quote I was thinking of with Al. He did not enjoy that those Thursday night. And how could you blame him? Well, uh, you money, to, I guess, you know. Yeah, I was going to say you don't get to take the money then complain about it. Right, right. Ukrainian was he, was he was he unfamiliar with what he was signing up for? I don't. I mean, he probably knew what he was doing. Okay, then I don't want to hear him cry about it. You need to stop. You need to stop. How about you stop first, then I'll stop. Calm down. You calm down. I'm calm. You don't sound it. Calmer than you are. Well, that doesn't mean that you're calm. The surgery was fraught with danger. Doctors feared a grenade could explode at any time during the operation. So the surgery was conducted without electrocoagulation. That's me describing Ukrainian doctors who removed an unexploded grenade from an injured soldier. Have you seen this story? I have not. Remarkable. Remarkable stuff here. I mean, the the bravery, the precision. It would be like, you know those uh, guys who are on, uh, what's it, the bomb squad? Yeah. They have to defuse the bomb or whatever, like when there's a bomb alert like somebody says there's a bomb like in an airport or something they have to go in and inspect or whatever sure those guys that requires bravery don't you think yeah yeah to be willing to go you know you can't say bomb on an airplane bomb 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 
Well, anyway, Ukrainians. Close. Hmm? Close. What do you mean? You almost nailed it. Bomb, 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 bomb. That's how it goes. You messed it up. Same thing. I did close. basically the same thing. You did, you that's did. what I said. Close. You ever seen Meet the Parents? No, nobody knew that. Cam? Nobody knew. Yeah, everyone everyone my age or older knew. Cam doesn't know, but he's never seen no, Meet the Parents. I don't think I have. I think actually. you'd like it. Oh, I, yeah. I got a good laugh. I was recently watching, uh, you ever watched the movie Neighbors with uh, Seth Rogen? And I don't I'm like Seth Rogen movies. I find Seth Rogen to be repulsive and annoying. That's a pretty chewy take. Hey, bro, let's do another movie about smoking weed. Uh, You know I like to smoke weed because I'm Seth Rogen. Uh, It's my whole personality. Hey, look, Jonah Hill's here, too. I I like to bring a good actor in to make me look better. We don't have to to bring Jonah Hill down. He did nothing wrong. I'm not bringing Jonah Hill down. I said he's a better actor. (laughs) Hey, look, you know I'm friends with James Franco. No, they're not friends. Uh, Anybody that knows anything about Seth Rogen knows they're not friends. I watched that stupid-ass... Would you watch Sausage Party? You can't watch Sausage no, Party. No, no, no. <laughs> no, I watched Sausage Party too. But I watched that. What is it? The end of the world? Well, the, the, the big hole in the ground? Well, and okay, then, that one's I'm a little. Like, that this is the crack. end. Yeah, that one. I Loki love that. Yeah, that, it's that so one's bad. A, that one's a little dumb. You can't really. Yeah. I don't even know if it's bad. Actually, I think it's got pretty good. I got movies, high and watched I enjoy that. It. I, I, it's one of my guilty pleasures. I couldn't even enjoy that high. That's how you know it's bad. I'm like, what do you mean? They're playing themselves? They're not even characters in this one? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's almost cracking me up. I mean, it did have a good cast. I did enjoy when Danny McBride showed up. That yeah. Was, that, that, was pretty, a, that was pretty funny. That and the... Uh, you had Rihanna. Uh, chick that plays Hermione. What's it? I'm, I'm blanking on their real name. Emma, uh, Emma Watson. Watson. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She, Her yeah. being in there was funny. Yeah, she showed up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was funny. <laughs> that part was funny. And then when you sounds see like the you giant... Like, sounds like you like the movie. <laughs> and then when you see the giant outline of Satan and his yeah. huge... You know, yeah. And, he's, and he gets Jonah Hill. And he, sounds like you really <laughs> like the movie. That part was funny, I yeah. will say. Yeah, sounds like I you like say. it. <laughs> I just I don't need another Seth Rogen movie. I mean, to me, he's like Will Ferrell well, now. Neighbors is good, and they have the Robert De Niro party, and uh, Little Franco is dressed up as Robert De Niro from Meet the Parents of the Cat. Jinx K does a perfect Robert De Niro impression. Is that Dave Franco? Yeah, he does a perfect, perfect uh, De Niro from Meet the Parents. I don't know impression. if I've seen that, but but that's yeah, pretty good. It is good. Sounds like you want to see this movie too. Yeah. I mean, I like. I'm not saying I don't like Rogan movies. I just that's I'm, exactly what you said. I'm tired of them. It's like it's like how Will so Ferrell. So you just watch too many of them. Well, you know how Will Ferrell got burned out. Like his whole shtick burned out. I just feel like Rogan's burned out. That's all I'm saying. I mean, I don't. I don't hate the guy. I've enjoyed some of his movies. I feel like it's hard to keep that going. Whatever you say, bro. Like the Meet the Parents thing. Meet the Parents was good. Meet the Fockers was good. Then they tried to do the third one, Little Fockers, and it was no good. Meet Meet the Fockers was not good. You meet, didn't enjoy, uh, uh, who was that, Dustin, uh, Dustin the, the other dad? I liked Meet the Fockers. You didn't it, like Meet the Fockers? It wasn't very good. I mean, it for a sequel, for... When I'll start moving the goalposts, you said it was good. Don't start moving the goalposts. Okay, I maintain that it's good. I That's liked not it. Good. I liked it. What's it got on the Rotten Tomatoes? Can't imagine it's going to be great. I bet the audience scores 80%. The audience scores 58%. Oh, jeez. The critics is 38%. You're a terrible judge of movies. Why did people not enjoy it? Because it wasn't good. That's why. It wasn't good. 
Meet I always thought it was good. Meet the parents, on the other hand, 84% and 79%. That one's good. I thought they were both good. They weren't. They really weren't. And Little Fockers, well, I'm That's not a fact. It's your opinion. Well, it's a, what my it, opinion is that it was good. It's one that's shared by many people. Sounds majority like. majority of people. I'm going to guess Little Fockers has like a 12%. If it has a 58%, doesn't that mean 58% did enjoy it? Mm-hmm. So the majority of people liked it. Barely. Well, not if you had the critics in there, too, probably. I don't, I don't care what the critics say. The critics for Little Fockers gave holier it than a 9%. I'm better than you. 9% critics. of people liked it. For what, Little Fockers? Yeah. 30, yeah, it was terrible. 34% of the audience. It was terrible. But, yeah, Meet the Parents is... Meet the Parents. Was that De Niro's first non-serious role as, like, a comedy type guy? I mean, he was in Analyze That, right? That was kind of like a mobster talking to the, a shrink. I mean, it was kind of a little bit like Sopranos, honestly. Analyze This, I believe, was in 99. Yeah, him and Billy Crystal. That was a comedy. Did that come before Sopranos? Or At the same time. Was that idea stolen by one of the... I don't think so. Just a coincidence? I guess I can't say for certain or not, but... Anyways, can you just watch me? The parents is a great movie. It's a good movie. Yeah, there's there's a cat named Jinxie. I do know of it. I just yeah, I just never get together around to watching it. Yeah. The cat can flush the toilet. Spoiler yeah, alert. That's but pretty sweet. He can flush the toilet by himself. Then the toilet gets flushed by the human. Because <laughs> he's not supposed to flush it because it's, it's the sewage is backed up and he tries to blame it on Jinxie. He's like, no, 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 Jinxie knows better than to flush that toilet, <laughs> fucker. Don't. Yeah. And then Owen Wilson also plays this whole role of this. Owen Wilson's great in it. Yeah. Yeah. Great movie. It is. The volleyball scene. How good is that? Oh, yeah. And they just keep uh, bullying him in the, in the pool of volleyball cam, and eventually he rises up and spikes one and yeah. drills the uh, the future broad and breaks her nose and bloods <laughs> everywhere. And then De Niro's like, it's just, or De Niro's, uh, I guess, uh, bro, I guess the the, the, the the husband, or the, the wife's, no, the husband's, yeah, the husband's dad's like, Jesus, fucker, it's just a game. <laughs> the whole thing is based on De Niro and Ben Stiller's relationship. Oh, yeah. And that was and talking Meet the Parents, a movie from 2000 with uh, John Cam and Cody. Stick with us to talk sports on Fan Run Radio. Did you keep up with the Ohio State news today at all, Cody? That C.J. Stroud's going pro? Yeah, yeah, but this morning and yesterday there was some real momentum that he was going to be staying in school due to some gigantic NIL money. Yeah, yeah so it was uh, a lot closer than you thought it was going to be, for sure. They so. uh, they have a NIL collective at Ohio State, whatever their equivalent of Spire Sports is, basically. And they got a guy that's like the the front man of it. And uh, at 7.17 this morning, he tweeted out, got some big news today, dot, 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 at 7.17 a.m. Mm. To which everyone then thought, oh, my God, C.J. Stroud. That was followed up an hour or so later that uh, included a tweet after the news broke, broke of uh, C.J. Stroud going pro. But it was uh, a tweet that says, this is the most important handoff at CJ12, which is Cardell Jones, will ever make for us. At T. Schottenstein, this guy's wife, and I are having a baby in May. Hashtag girl dad. So the NIL personality tweeted out he had some huge news coming today, and That's it ended up funny. being a uh, gender reveal. 
That's pretty funny. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> a gender reveal. Now that's a that's a new age thing going on. Our levels are a little low, by the way, Cam. I don't know if that matters, but you're just now noticing that two and a half hours into the show. Well, no, they look normal earlier, and now they're they're. So, it, yeah, they haven't changed anything, and they look fine. Uh, they appear to be low part. on the podcast. Podcast. Well, now they're loud on the radio. We no, they're that. low here. I don't know. Who cares? Isn't there something you can turn up? Some volume? That thing. Isn't there something you do there? Which one is it, though? On that thing. Do you know? I'm just always messing around with it. I think it's going to be this one since this one's plugged in, but I'm not positive. Ah, ha, ha, oh, ha. That didn't make a difference. Anyway. Well, if the podcast is quiet, just know I tried. You didn't try anything. I brought it to your attention. <laughs> okay. Is there anything I can do here? Yeah, but don't go messing around with anything. All right, we'll just keep it low. Just turn your volume all the way up if you're listening to the podcast. Cam, did you buy it all that CJ Stroud might consider going back to school? Did you want him to go back to school? I saw a lot of people saying, you know, it'd be great for college football if they finally had a big returning star. That went the way of Peyton Manning, Andrew Luck. I mean, even Mark Sanchez, which is funny to say in hindsight, but he was a big star at one point, and say, like, hey, I'm going to skip the draft and come back and play college football. Yeah, I mean, it, I think it would have been huge for the sport. Um, but I didn't really think. I, you know, I thought it was a very small chance that they pulled off the money that he was – possibly going to get next year NFL-wise and stuff like that, and I thought that's probably what it comes down to. Um, Do we think he's the number one pick? I think some people are going to talk themselves into it just because his measurables are better than Bryce Young's. Uh-huh. Um, I think Bryce Young's the better quarterback, but I mean, he had a great, you know, final game in the champion in the semifinals, and yeah, I think he'll 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 look great in all the measurables, the uh, all the throwing drills and things like that. So I think somebody will talk him up to where he's probably going to be the number one pick. I guess next year he's going to have more competition with Caleb Williams and and Drake May, right, for the number one pick. Yeah, yeah, honestly, I mean, that, that'll be a tougher NFL. Especially with him being a year older and stuff too, they factor that in to an extent. So. This is it is really just him and Bryce Young are like the the two studs, I and mean, then you have the guys like the Levis and the Richardsons that are projects. Um, so yeah, it's basically two man race for that number one pick. I feel like as far as quarterback wise, I kind of thought it made sense to take your fifteen million dollars if they could get that much money. And Ohio yeah. State has struggled so far with like trying to come up to the. The big boy table with NIL is what they've all complained about, at least on their message boards and mm-hmm. and under tweets and all that. Every time Tennessee gets a guy or somebody in the South gets a guy, they talk about how they're just getting outbid and everything. I thought that there might have been a chance that if he could get that actual money, that he would look around and say, it makes sense to come back to school. I'm waiting yeah. for someone to do it because I, I do still think that being the number one pick in the draft – if, if you're a slam dunk for that, which we don't know if he is, but, you know, 70%, 80% maybe, mm-hmm. it'd be really cool. I don't know if going to the – I guess you really don't know where you're going. 
because that number yeah. one pick is going to be for sale, right? It's not like Chicago's most likely going to draft a quarterback. Yeah, yeah, I think it's yeah going to be somebody coming up to get it. Maybe um, it's going to Indianapolis, which maybe this you know sounds okay. Mm-hmm. If it was the Houston Texans, I don't know if I'd want to go there. I might take my chances yeah. going back to school. But man, I, I'm still waiting for someone to be like, like I said, like Peyton Manning or Mark Sanchez, and just be like, I'm going to do school one more year. Now that I can make a lot of money too, mm-hmm. maybe win a championship, but also like have a little bit more control of where I'm going next year. But also like, yeah, college is fun. I'm gonna be the man there. Yeah, I, it, it would be like we said, huge for college football the day it happens. And yeah, I, I would like to see kind of how that dynamic goes as well. And maybe if we get some NIL number leaks from that too. I'd be intrigued to see what kind of number gets somebody to come back. Yeah. Um, that would kind of set a precedent, I think, as far as how some of these other schools look look at it or what they think they can do and what players expect a school to offer them to get them back. Maybe it's basketball. Maybe, maybe basketball will have a, a better test run than, than quarterback. Again, especially if you're going to be in the top three yeah. of the draft, that's hard to turn down. I still maintain that Kenny Chandler should have maybe stayed in school and got a big NIL deal and came back and played point guard for Tennessee. For sure, I, I agree there. I wonder how he feels if he regrets that because he's been back and forth between the G League and Memphis, and maybe he's the man back in his hometown. Maybe it worked out. He's like, hey, I'm back in Memphis. This is great. Mm-hmm. But like going from big man on campus to the G League has to be at least a pretty big knock. You know what I mean? Sure. And first round NBA money, or even you know top of the second round NBA money, is a lot easier to overcome than top of the NFL draft money. Oh yeah, yeah. I think yeah, you're probably right. That's probably is the most likely situation. But I would love to see a big football guy do it one day, just to see how that kind of dynamic works. Julian Phillips, I don't think is going to have a high enough first round grade where he's going to be a test of this, but. Yeah. I would imagine they'll run back and have him some NIL money. and I would, I would imagine right now that he'll be back in school. If I'm guessing. Do you concur, Cody? Julian Phillips. Yeah. Getting your winners and Come back together. to school. Yeah. No, I'm looking at books. I made a promise. Have you found one? <clears throat> I need you to help me just a little. Oh, my God. Okay, I'll, I'll do you want do me to just give you the book? I'll, I'll just do it myself. No, no, no. I, I, I've got it, like four topics here. If you here. can't do it, I'll do it myself. Well, it, it's a team effort. I don't it's know. It's not if a team you, effort. It no, it's, your a t- idea. it's a team effort. It was your idea. No, because I'm going to pick one and you're going to say, I don't want to read that. Oh, you're going to pick something dumb. Am I? Keith Richards and Flying Huh living life in the fast lane. I was going to look at. Uh, Let's hear it. What do you got? Here's some topics. Tell me if any of them are interest you, okay? Let's hear it. First one, omnivore diet. How our diet evolved from four meals a day. This is a list of the 50 best nonfiction books ever. Any interest in that? No, I don't want to read about food. Okay? Slavery. Okay. What's, what's the name? Is this, is this slavery? No, it's a book about slavery. What is it? It is, well, I think I lost it. It was earlier on my list. I think I lost it. Far from the Tree? Is that what it is? That's parents. Sounds no, like that's a, really a search a for a new identity. No, I'm just looking at a book. 
I'm looking at different books. The Omnivore's Dilemma is one of them. Fast Food Nation is one. The Dark Side of Fast Food. The Sea Around Us. Pilgrim at Tinker Creek. How the World Has Passed. That was the slavery book. It takes a look at the legacy of slavery in the U.S. and how it affects everything today. The Grand Canyon. The Grand Canyon. This one seems interesting. It's called Into Thin Air, and it's, it's from 1997. It's a personal account of the Mount Everest disaster where five people died. See, I get no feedback from you. So how do you expect me to pick a book? I, I mean, I don't know how you can blame this on me if I get no feedback. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'll make a decision. Just oh, so now you're just going to pick one? Yeah, I'll, I'll pick I have one. no input? Yeah, because that was a pitiful effort. Seems kind of unfair. Well, you've had how many weeks to do it? How again? about a Native American, a look at life as a Native American back in the day, on, on like on the Navajo Reservation? Okay. You think it's so easy. I'm trying to talk to a brick wall. Let's go with uh, American Predator. The hunt for the most meticulous serial killer of the 21st century. What do you think? What do you think, Cam? Who's the... Sounds fun to me. Marine Callahan. I mean, who's the serial killer? I don't know. That's what the book's about. That's what the book's about. We'll learn about him. Israel Keys. Okay. <clears throat> the best way to do this is you just you pick a book and then I'll pick a book. That's how we'll do it. What about Winter is Coming? Why Vladimir Putin and the enemies of the free world must be stopped. Putin? Yeah. Putin. And the enemies of the what? Of the free world must be stopped? Yeah. I don't, I don't know about that one. I want to do something about history. A okay, what about accidental presidents? Eight men who changed America. That seems interesting. Uh, what are we devil in the white city as well? What is that? Devil in the White City is about the first serial killer that was like running around. I think it was Chicago back in like the World Fair days. They're making a show about it. It seems dark. Was it called Devil in the White City? Yeah. I bought that one, but I can't. I don't know where the hell. I put it. Oh, it's in 1893. Like I said, it's about the first serial killer. Leonardo DiCaprio purchased the film rights to the book. Yeah. The film version, as originally planned, would have been directed by Scorsese. Mm -hmm. 2003 New York Times bestseller. All right, let's do this one. This one seems interesting. Are we decided? We're going to read it? All right. The Devil in the White City. Will you finally work with it?